centimetre perfect. Hello and welcome to the Centimetre Perfect podcast. My name is Joseph Bianco and joining me as always is Christian Brazizi and Julian Zakari. Boys, how are we? Good, hang on. Fantastic, and you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, also, guys, before we move on um, and talk about the round that just passed, I'd like to introduce um, our guest, our first ever guest. On guest the show. of honour. Yes, um, Tristan Alway. Tristan, how are you, mate? G'day, Joey. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. It's T it's to good. the Izzo. It's good to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Look Thank forward you. to talking about footy. Uh, and do you want to just, for the, the viewers out there, do you want to just um, tell them a bit about yourself? Uh, who do you support? Um, do you have yeah. a footy background? Tell us the scum that you support. Tell us. The, <laughs> tell us. I'm joking. I think that explains it. Hey, uh, I go for the pies like yourself, Joey yes. and Christian. Yep. Um, yep. I'm outnumbered footy. here, fellas. <laughs> You're always outnumbered. <laughs> um, love my footy. Played footy for five, six years. Um, and yeah, big supporter of the Pies my whole life. Love the trade season, so I'm glad to be here for this time. Oh, it's 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 spicing up, mate. It is firing up. I'll yeah, def- definitely. Yep, yeah, definitely. Um, so just for everyone out there, Tristan is uh, Marceline College's finest. Um, and yeah, that's that. Um, let's get on to the the <laughs> the, uh, the semi-finals that occurred on the weekend um christian do you want to read out the scores oh uh, yeah sure why not <laughs> was, uh, well there were a couple of smashings yeah yeah yeah, yeah that couple that, or one that, oh, no, uh, there was a couple actually there was a couple. Uh, one was worse than the other one yeah one w- way more so but uh started friday night uh, yep. richmond against st kilda richmond won by 31 points which was 12-8-80 to 6 goals, 13-49 St. Kilda. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, St. Kilda were kind of in this for a little bit, but we, you always got the feeling Richmond were just always going to take over that game. Yep, they are a dominant yeah. team, and um, they they showed how good they can be in finals footy. Jules, what did you make of it? Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good effort um, by both teams, you know. Oh, it's a bit sad because me and my uh, um, me and my dad actually were rooting for the Saints all year because it was a it was a bit of a, a bit of a wholesome story the Saints. So the look of disappointment on my dad's face when he found out we were versing them because uh, he actually he actually was rooting for them was a was a bit sad to see. So yeah, I think it was a I don't want to talk about Richmond too much, but because um, I don't want to bring in this bias and blah blah blah. But I think uh, St Kilda put up a good fight and. They'll come out next year better, and I think they're a real success story this year. And they've just shown uh, clubs like Collingwood, uh, uh, Gold Coast, Essendon. Did I just say Collingwood? I mean Carlton. Yeah. Carlton. <laughs> Sorry, Carlton, right. Essendon, uh, Gold Coast, all the lower teams that you know they're going for a re, a re, yeah, a rebuild. Um, that in one year or just a new coach and being aggressive at the trade period or um and going after these certain type of players and playing a different brand of footy can really change your, your year and uh, look where they got him. And I don't think any St. Kilda supporter, any St. Kilda player should be uh, disheartened about their performance last week against the Tigers, nor their performance this year. There was a fantastic effort and I don't think they should go home uh, dropping their heads. It was really good. Yeah, and they'll, they'll definitely be back next season. Um, 
even better. Hopefully they're they're definitely a side on the rise, and um, I think they've got the top four in their sights next year. Yeah, um, definitely. Christian, do you want to read out the next game? Yeah. All right. Uh, this was the Saturday night game, elimination final. Geelong won by 68 points. It's 100 to 32. Um, Take it away, lads. <laughs> I'm going to step back. For this oh, one. Collingwood just simply were not good enough. Um, the whole night, the, the Cats, full credit to them. I don't take anything away from them. They were brilliant, and I think they're going to really, um, if anyone thinks that the Lions are going to have a walk in the park um, at the Gabba, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. I think the Cats are really going to bring it up to them. They're a mm. good side, a mm. good contested ball-winning team. Um, they've got some gun forwards. Small forwards, tall forwards have got it all, and their back line holds up well. <clears throat> I thought Lockie Henderson was pretty good um, at full back, centre back, what do you want to, do you want to say Cat, he was? Cats 14 marks. Underrated. Yeah, they are underrated. It, it's um, a bit baffling to me because, I don't know, they played at the Gabba and they showed that, you know, they made it their, their own that night against Collingwood, and they're going yeah. against the Lions um, underrated, which is a bit odd. But mm. yeah, I don't know yeah, what the are on they that. Were, they were very good. They're very scary to me, the cats. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna push and definitely. I think a lot of that is uh, due to the fact that it could be Gary Ablett's last season. But as I said before, Collingwood simply not good enough. You know, Geelong had 156 more disposals, um, and you know that's just really poor um, clearances. They smash the pies and. No, well-deserved by the Cats. Collingwood, you kick one goal for three-quarters of footy in the finals. That makes me sick to my stomach. But anyway, um, Tristan or Christian, anything to mm. add about that? Um, go ahead, Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, the Pies had, I think it was the uh, lowest ever kicks recorded in a match. So that just shows. Uh, they, they didn't show up from first quarter. They looked tired out there. I know it was hot, but Geelong came to play and they really showed why they were a good team all year and they'll be a good team next week. So we'll look forward to that game. Tristan, you sound so professional, man. <laughs> you just sound so clear. Melbourne a bit of formality for... to, the, to the podcast, you know? Chris? Well, he goes to the University of Melbourne. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so You're going to read out all my credentials. He went to so I'm scared. I'm just like talking. I'm scared. Kirillus is just gonna scream Essendon in the back of my ear. But Tristan <laughs> comes in all proper. He's probably got his papers all set up with, you know, the notes that he wants to talk about. The stats are in front of the screen. You know, looking like Tony Stark. <laughs> job, but it's actually, uh, just uh, Dennis Cometti's voice. Uh, yeah. Now looking good, mate. You fit got, in. Got everything prepared here, Jules. Yeah, it's beautiful. I said, unlike Kirillos, who'll rock yeah, take, up a minute before. Yeah, if you're listening, take notes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Might lose um, your job. Back back on track, Christian. Anything to add? Yeah, uh, yeah. He just like you boys have said, give Geelong full credit. They absolutely dominated against yeah. Collingwood. Um, just from a Collingwood standpoint, being a fan, it's like watching that game was bizarre. It was like one of the games that you just saw the just even effort. It was like the 
it seemed like Geelong had more numbers around the ball all the time. It was one of the most un uh, I can't even put it into words. It's like just no pressure. No, it didn't seem yeah. like they put any effort into it. Look, I'm, they, I'm gonna. Oh, sorry, go on. No, go, go, go. No, no, go. I'll, I'll, I'll say it out. Oh, uh, just, just to add on the few of the stats, like the marks was a uh, 134 Geelong to Collingwood 46. Yep. Um, like you said, disposals were massively outranked. Um, uncontested 252 to Collingwood 110. It was. What do you reckon the problem problem was there? Because I haven't seen Collingwood play like that in like years, pretty much. So can I be honest? It was just an energy thing. Like, can I be honest? Yeah, go for it. I was going to say this. Um, that's what I'm going to add. I think we talk about teams that um, there's not a lot of... And we've spoken about a few sides where there's not a lot of discipline like North Melbourne. I think there's a discipline problem at Collingwood. What do you mean? Well, you've seen games where they've just been absolutely walked over. And, you know, nothing... They drop their heads, opinion, is that what you're saying? And it's like, yeah, they've dropped their heads. Nothing gets done about it. You go to the selection board the next week, oh, we're going to stick by the players. No. If I'm coach and one player's not pulling their weight and they're not pulling their weight for a certain amount of weeks, he's out of that team. Mm. That's And there's a you, number of players that have not pulled their weight from middle of 2019, last year, mid-last year. So mm. I think there's a discipline problem at Collingwood. I, I sort of wanted to say the same thing, but I feel like every time I, I say something... You know about calling I'm being disrespectful to you boys, but no, you're not. I guess, I guess um, yeah, I saw the sort of the same thing as well, and I think I said it to you. I don't know if it was on the podcast. It might have been on record. I don't know. I said, uh, Jordan Degoy, when he's not playing a good game in the first half, he just sort of drops and he sort of gets flat about it. Yeah. And mm. you see a lot of good sides. Like you saw, I saw something on Geelong's um, Geelong's uh page where. You know, it was the voice inside the rooms, you know. And, yeah, they were winning, but they always – they looked energised and they, they they were bouncing ideas off each other. I'm not saying Collingwood don't do that, but Collingwood just looked like they got overrun in the first quarter and then they just they just give up sort of thing. Or, yeah. You know, I don't want to say mm, give up. Yeah. That's a pretty strong word mm. in footy. No, but they no. just dropped their head and um, they expect the job to be done by someone else. Yeah. Like, Dugowie, I think, expects – people to win the ball for him instead of going to get win the ball. Mm. Like, when he lost mm. to Port, I saw that very strongly. Um, he didn't play the best game. I think he got a he got a good goal, and that was – that was wait, he played a bad game that game, right? I'm not yeah. Sure. yeah. He played all right. Uh, really the, game, the game before that, I think he tore it up, and then I think the other – Yeah, that was the Gold Coast game. And yeah. Then, yeah. 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 The, and then yeah. Uh, the Port game, he played all right, but I think he expected, like, the ball to come to him more, and I think when that happens, he just – uh, when it doesn't get to him, he sort of drops his head. I mean, it's a, it's an easy fix, you know. Like, Collingwood can look at that and be like, all right, we've got to fix this over the preseason, um, and we've got to fix uh, our forward problems in the preseason. But I think that really hurt you this year, in yeah. my opinion. And it probably hurts you in years before that as well. Yeah. But, yeah, it's showed prominently this year. Yeah. And that, that probably leads us to our next topic about um, the trade period and – you know, there's been a lot of talk since yeah. we last spoke about quite a number of plays. So we'll just start on um, Dugowie. And in my mm. opinion, if I'm Collingwood, let him go. Yeah, can we go Can we go around? Uh, can we just say our opinions on that, the Dugowie trade? So you, yeah. you're saying okay. I, I'm saying, I'm saying if Jordan Dugowie 
Okay, here's my thing. He wants a midfield spot. We've got a midfield right now of Trelaw, Adams, Pendlebury. Okay, that's a midfield. And Pendlebury is aging, yes, but he is in some still great brings, form. Yeah, still brings stuff to the team. Is, and yeah, he's he's an he's a huge influence on the team. Yeah. So I'm in no way moving him out of that midfield. Plus, you've got Sidebottom who's going to run through there. And you've got Elliot who's now running. You might even have Dacos in there. Um, no, no, no. Stick him on the wing. He's right there. Yeah, he's good on the wing. But, I, know, but, I know, but like, yeah, wing players, usually, like if they're that good, if Dacos is that good, they might push him into the midfield as well. It's a possibility, yes. But yeah. mm. he's already shown he can hold his own on the wing against yeah. uh, players. So I reckon yeah. if he's got that much potential, I reckon he could tear it up in the mid. But, uh, yeah, anyway, continue. Yeah, Sorry. so I'm, no, no, that's all right. So I think he'd be looking to play midfield. Obviously, that's not at Collingwood. And then the other thing is um, he wants between 800000 to a million dollars a season. Yeah. I don't think he is anywhere near that at the moment. I don't think he's proven himself to be near that at the moment. So either you, you know, you, Collingwood, he accepts a contract that's lower, uh, at a lower price. Um or he goes and tries and gets that contract elsewhere. The only team that I really see giving him that contract that's in the race, I know Tristan will back me up, and this is Essendon. So Essendon is the only one at the moment. Well, I don't see anyone else. Who else is going for him? No, I think you're right. He's not going to go to a North Melbourne. Yeah. I mean, you've got to remember, he's got that um, court case that's still to come. So when, when When does that come into play is that that's, uh, that's november is it or yeah like, i think it's so. yeah another month yeah so he's he's that's, in a bit of a that's something situation. to consider yeah. yeah do you reckon he goes um yeah like i would have liked him to say but what i, I think is roughly around maybe 700 i'm saying 600 yeah 800s yeah way, way beyond that but so Okay, yeah. Christian, you're so, saying get rid of him as well? Yeah, I think so. I think it's never a good thing as well when his dad is trying to manage his uh, his uh, upcoming free agency. Yeah, it's always yeah. his uh, monetary uh, involvement there as well. Um, Tristan, what do you reckon? Um, I think I think it goes either way. I think Collingwood will keep uh, Dugowie because. I think he's faced with two options here. He's faced with Collingwood and Essendon, really. And at this point, I don't think anyone is really putting Essendon high up on their their destination list. No, no one is, yeah. Nah. You know? So, <laughs> it, like, for him, I think he'd probably prefer to stay at Collingwood, even if it is on lower money. But at the moment, he's waiting it out to see if he gets any other offers. Yep. And in that way, I love how Collingwood's playing the field. They're not just... Uh, committing to him and giving him that 800k just to keep him happy. Yeah, they're sticking. Yeah. They're sticking to their guns. They know that we're under a cap squeeze, and he's got to take lower money to stay. So I think he'll get some midfield time because um, you know they, they played Elliot a lot in the midfield. I reckon you can give that time to Dugowie. Elliot Elliot's a different dimension of player. I think Dugowie should get that time um, if he stays, but. I think another thing to mention as well is uh, Dugowie's dad yeah, does manage him. He also played reserves for Essendon uh, young, in his younger days. So who knows if that comes into play at all, um, but it's just a notable point, I think. Yep. I did not know that. Tristan, you are proven handy to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> are you the, did you tell Kirill or that? Man. 
Yeah, I did, yeah. Oh, because he came and told me that, and I thought, where did he find that? Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think it was true, but now I've heard it from you, so it must be. Um, Jules, what do you reckon? Uh, look, my opinion is not uh, changed by you uh, you guys as well. I think uh, – sorry, it's not very different to you guys. I think he um, – it's best for uh, you guys if he leaves, you know. Uh, I was, I think I spoke to one of the boys in the chat um, that we're all in, and I said, um, if you get rid of Dugowie and you've dropped two players already, that already frees up some um, salary space for you guys. I reckon Cameron's the biggest target at the moment, right? You should be putting all your effort into trying to, go, trying to get Cameron over. If you can't do that, Ben Brown – has been swamped, has been, uh, sorry, flying under the radar because of how big Jeremy Cameron is uh, on the market at the moment. Everyone's focusing their attention on Jezza, and everyone's forgotten about Ben Brown, I, I think. Yeah. In my mm. opinion. Not really forgotten, but he's sort of been pushed to the side. And I think the year that he had as well this year at North Melbourne didn't really help. Um, he's not really helping his value at the moment. In my opinion, I think Ben Brown's a really good player, and I think he would fit in well at Collingwood. If you get rid of Dugowie and you 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 get Ben Brown, I think that boosts your team more because uh, Elliot's been playing a lot of midfield this year, hasn't he? He like, has. Majority, and I actually yeah. don't mind it. Yeah, a, a majority midfield. But I'm saying if if Dugowie goes, you need some more small forwards. What's the problem now? Brent Brown's in your team. You push Elliot back to the forward line. You have a good small forward and you have a good tall forward. That that uh, mid uh, that sorry that forward line is looking very dangerous already with Elliot as your uh, main small forward and Brown as your main tall. Yeah. You know, mm. and even if you have to uh, trade or get rid of a few fringe players, um, you know that are like that you've already have with Broomhead and um, who was the other one? Sorry, uh, Phillips uh, was it? That got sacked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sharon, 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 oh, yeah. Sharon sorry. That's Even if you have, if you have to trade or get rid of a few players to, you know, mix up the team, I think, I think the best thing for your club at the moment is getting rid of Dugowie, as sad as that is. And yeah. I don't think asking for the money that he wants, that's it's pretty unreasonable in my opinion, um, especially for a guy. You know, it's, I didn't know this. He's he's uh, what, what's he eighth on best and fairest or something or, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, he, his I, best, his, his best yeah, yeah. is eight. Oh, yeah. he's not eighth this year. No. Oh, okay, yeah, well. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that. So, you know, you yeah. should definitely be – Um, it shouldn't be on that high. You know, if he could bring that game break in – I know you can't be a game break every game, but if he can bring some consistency, consistency to his game, I think you do demand that sort of money. And I know that um, uh, injury has hindered him quite a bit, but still, you can't be asking for that. And no. you haven't really proven it, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, agree. Um, yeah. I want to ask you boys about uh, another trade rumors going around. Um, Brad Crouch, he's obviously in a sticky situation, um, being caught with um, illicit drugs. Um, do you see what what team do you think picks him up? Obviously, there's been talk that he was going to Geelong. There's also been talk that he was going to go to Crosstown Rivals in the power. Um, yep. What do you reckon? Where, where, mm-hmm. where? I don't think he suits either of those teams, in my opinion. Nah, nah. Yeah, I, I, I think, don't think he I think with the drug issue that he that he had, I think that scared off a couple of teams. I think that would have scared off Geelong a lot. Yeah. Um, 
honestly, if I'm honest, I think the only team that wouldn't that would pick him up, or sorry, isn't scared of that sort of that pass that he's had, is Richmond, because they've picked up players like Stack and Pickett who have had yeah. terrible passes like that. And he hasn't had a terrible. Yeah, pass yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know. He's just had a mix, a mix, but it's the first time he's been caught. Yeah, you know? yeah. So he could have yeah. been using it, and it's the first time he's been caught. Yeah, but um. And you know we won't hear anything from Richmond until their seasons seasons over. Just yeah. like a lot of other uh, clubs have been quiet until their season over, like Brisbane and uh, I think Geelong's the only team really that's going crazy at, at the moment, trying to yeah. get everyone. But um, yeah. yeah, I think he fits in at Richmond well because we haven't been a big clearance team, and I think we need a player that um, gets high disposals like. I'd love to have a McRae or an Oliver or a, a Crouch at Richmond just get that high disposal. Because you always see that Richmond win games by, oh, it's a team effort, you know, they don't get... But I'd like to see a player that wins it a bit more or um, yeah. helps out in the midfield, especially with Cochin and that getting older. I think he fits in well at um, at Richmond or um, even Port, I reckon, as well. I think Port and Richmond probably the, the top two teams that fit in. Uh, he fits in with well. Okay. Yep. Okay, yeah. Anyway, anything else to add about that? All good, fellas. All good. Um, Jeremy Cameron, I think he gets to Geelong. Yeah, that's scary for me, to be mm. honest. I reckon he gets to Geelong. Not that they need him because we've got Tomahawk and Radagalia, but I don't know. Geelong's. That yeah, they're going after everyone. It's it's pretty crazy. Isaac, Isaac Smith today. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about Isaac Smith and, yep. Hawth- and the Hawthorne situation. Um, he's obviously won three flags there. Three? Yeah, three. Um, yep. Do you think he leaves? you think the time is right for him to leave now? How old is he, sorry? Do you know? He's 31. 31, yeah. Get out of there. Get out of there. Yeah. Get out of um, there. They're done for, for man. Get out of there. I think he does get out of there, unfortunately, because of the environment at the moment. If yeah. if they were a better, if they were a better club this year and they didn't finish as low as they did, I think he can stay. But I think it's a very hostile environment at Hawthorne at the moment. Um, you know, because the pressure's on them now to rebuild and get rid of players. And I think if he wants to continue playing footy, which I think he he obviously does. He gets out now, and mm. who's he? What Geelong is? Uh, Geelong, Melbourne, Geelong and Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'd go to Melbourne if I was in a pick Melbourne over Geelong, and that's not because I think Geelong have everyone, and you know it's a bias, or they can't have any more yeah. mid class. But he's, I think he's yeah. a wingman though. They don't really need another wingman, Geelong. Oh, I don't know yeah. What? Yeah, I know. They True. don't. Menegola, yeah. one wing, Duncan on the other. Why do they need yeah. another wingman? Yeah, that is, especially they don't need another 31-year-old wingman. Yeah. No, no. it's stupid. That's Same a... with Crouch. Why do they need Crouch? Yeah, they even, don't. I don't know with, why. Even with Higgins, that's another sort of 32-year-old yeah. midfielder. Oh, yeah. It's getting to that later end. Higgins, but... for me, should go to St Kilda. Yeah, it's a bit odd Yeah, uh, what so, they're trying to I... do. So I think it's Geelong, Geelong trying to stay at the top, you know. If you take yeah. players with this experience, maybe it brings more finals solidity to their team, you know, yeah. so they can get back to those prelims, these yeah. grand finals, hopefully, for them. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, they're yeah. a team. You very rarely see Geelong 
having a bad season. That's how yeah. how how dominant they've been um for yeah. quite some time now. Yeah. They a dominant team. Um yeah, anything else to add about the trades? Any other ones? Tristan, I know you heard of a few. Do you want to spit them out? Um, so the the one rumour is Jed Anderson to leave North Melbourne. I think that's mm. a big one. He was uh, one of their best players this year, uh, and North Melbourne's in a pretty sticky situation on their with their list. So I think players like this you've got to lock up. Yep. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, definitely. They should, they should have tried and um, locked him up straight away. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, like the environment at Hawthorne, the same's going on at North Melbourne. And I think there have been... Essendon, North Melbourne, Hawthorne are the biggest, uh, are the scariest uh, environments, I reckon, at the moment. Uh, you ne- you don't know what's going on. Uh, players want to leave. Uh, coaches and staff are trying to force players out. You know, North Melbourne just dropped 11 players a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think uh, I think they they'd be it hurt a lot if they lo- lost Anderson, and um, yeah, it's a bit odd that they haven't signed him already. I'm not sure what's uh, going on up there. What do you guys reckon? Uh, I think he'll stay end of the day. Um, yeah, I, I can't see him leaving either. Yeah, I think North Melbourne are just gonna wait a bit, and he'll see, probably get a few rival offers. This, but this is where it's weird. Leaving. Like, why is Geelong going after Higgins, right? Who's like thirty something, and you, no, yeah. 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 You know, and you got Anderson over here who hasn't been offered a contract yet, and they're just, you know, if he's probably staying. He's Twenty. It, yeah, fair enough. But if if you, if a player hasn't uh, signed a contract like Goey hasn't, clubs are asking about him. Why is yeah. nobody asking about Jed Anderson? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I reckon I reckon he'd he'd be he'd be a much better player in a better team. He's a bloody, he's a bloody good player. Um, yeah. I think he'll he, stay. He'll stay end of the day. He won't yeah. leave. Yeah, I think feeling is he'll stay. Uh, North Melbourne's got to sort out their head coach um, at the moment. With, uh, Do you think Ray Shaw's room- going to stay on? Well, rumours Paul Ruse is taking yes, over. I heard that really? too. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, 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 heard that as well. Um, geez, Ray Shaw, one season and a half, and he's out of the game. Well, I think, Yikes. I think uh, yeah, that's, it's a bit unfortunate, but... Um, like they just they they were trigger happy with the signing, you know, when he won like what did he win like three in a row or something last year? Yeah, yeah something like that. It's like they just signed him. Oh, amazing, you know, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. But a, Small sample a, size. It's yeah, not, exactly. It's not, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I don't know. Paul, just Paul Ruse. He's gone in and out of coaching for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Any more Tristan? Um, Neville Jeddah. To the pies was rumored today. What do you What are your feelings on that? Why Why do we need another halfback flank? What's yeah. the point? It's not necessary. It's It's depth for Collingwood. He's like someone like Varco. He's I, I understand old, that, but why would Neville Jetta want to come to Collingwood where he's not getting a game at Melbourne just not to get a game at Collingwood? I, th- I think Collingwood just wants to put a bit of speed in the side, really, at the end of the day. Um, the the thing that is weird to me about this is Neville Jetta, um actually trains down where I used to tr- uh, uh, down at Watsonia <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, he comes down lo- there. he's a local boy. Yeah, he's a local bloke. And I think he's training – this is a theory. I thought he was training with Watsonia um, footy club, so um, 
you know, like, you know, when players retire, they go into the local. Yeah, yeah. So I think mm. he, my my opinion was he was doing that to um get familiar with the team. So when, you know, he could slowly, slowly, his career's ending at Melbourne, you know, the younger talent's coming through, he can't really get a game. He'd slowly fade and go into Watsonia, um, and go into a local club. Yeah. And so th- that's what I can see him more doing rather than joining Collingwood. I don't know. Um, don't know why uh, the Pies a multi-year offer as well to a 30-year-old who, yeah. you know, they want speed in the back line, but he's 30 years old. Don't you want speed from a younger player? Yeah, oh, that's right. A bit odd. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, any more, Tristan? Are we going to move um, on? Yeah, well, you can move on. Oh, All right, I have next. From, uh, sorry, from oh. Jared. I saw a rumor, Jared yeah, Pollock. Jared Pollock to Richmond. Oh, that's a big one. Oh. Uh, there oh was, I like that one. Big mm. rumors circling that. And I, I've i seen a lot of negativity um, from the fans saying they don't want Pollock at um, Richmond and they can't see him as a good player. I think that's crap. I reckon he's a good player. I reckon he's been one of North Melbourne's best. And I, I think he just hasn't been able to shine at North Melbourne, especially this year when, you know, they weren't, they weren't picking him. They dropped him. Yeah. You know, it baffled me because I I think the game against Carlton where um, it was a close game and, uh, you know, he – I think he really stepped up that game and then the next week they dropped him, which is a bit odd for me and I think there's a bit bit of um, rivalry with him and uh, the coach at the moment. I think there's a bit of a turmoil in there and I think, you know, he's a very proud bloke. He looks like he looks like the type of player to, um, getting dropped. Uh, it goes the wrong way if he got dropped, and I think uh, I think he'd fit in nice um, nicely at uh, Richmond. And I, I rate him as a player. And, uh, yeah, if that happens, I'd be pretty excited. Yeah, he'd be pretty happy. Yeah, definitely. It's a juicy trade period, fellas. It, it is going to be is. huge, mate. It is going to be enormous. Yeah, Jeremy Cameron's probably the biggest one at the moment. I think he's GWS's to lose. Pretty much. Yeah. They've um, had a, they've had a few of those guys though, haven't they? Like, I know. Wow. And then you just but, need to lock them up. Like they had Cornelio, Cali, yeah. Whitfield. Well, uh, I think if um, Cameron leaves, I think we might see quite a few other players leave in the next coming years if they don't start to establish a good culture up there. I can I can definitely see Toby Green leaving um, if mm. Cameron leaves and coming back to Victoria because he's a Victorian boy. Um, yep. I, but he, he does look like a loyal bloke, but I think if Cameron leaves and the club starts going down here, I can see him jumping ship. Yeah. Well, and he's yeah. mates with Dusty, so come to Richmond. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus, mate. Pipe down. That's the, my the, case, dude. The thing with GWS, though, is that they, they really put themselves in a bad spot last year with their with their deals they made when they lost Dylan Shield because obviously they offered him less money because they, they were already under cap issues now they've lost Zach Williams um and there's been rumors I think they're going to lose a few of their young players to try and make room for um Jeremy Cameron to come back in because they've offered him a deal that he doesn't think is worth his while yep oh mm. I mean there's a lot of players that they do have a lot of talent and they keeps getting offloaded to other clubs it, it is but that was the same with the Gold Coast I mean yeah Caddy Prestia Lynch. I know Caddy went through Geelong, but they all ended up at Richmond. Look at all the talent that Gold Coast lost, and you know that's arguably 
Trouble team that was lost to them. Was G- no, he's GWS, but yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, no, both. GWS had a chance to win a flag last year and they stuffed it up, but Gold Coast could have done a lot better. Um, I mean, Trent McKenzie for Port Adelaide he used to be a, a Gold Coast player. I mean, Trent yeah. McKenzie's a what are these players that full uh, back? Look at now, wasn't D- uh, Charlie Dixon was at Gold Coast? Charlie Dixon was yeah, a Gold Coast. He kicked the Gold Coast Suns' first ever goal, mate. The first yeah. ba- 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 <laughs> the first ever one. The first ever one. <laughs> The first yeah. ever one was Jingle. Big Dixon. Yeah, nice. I like that one. And he's good. Yeah, that was a bit of a that, that was a bit of a Anthony Hudson about that, mate. <laughs> bit of bit of hot sex. Let's talk about Sexton. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now um speaking of the Gold Coast Suns, um Jules, I know you brought this up earlier with me and Christian. Oh, mate, I'm What's confused. going on? Are they in trouble, or is the media just... I think they're blowing it up a bit. They're I mean, blowing yeah. it up. Well, okay. this was uh, assistance from the AFL um, to get them from off from the bottom of the ladder. So then they get a few, like, priority picks, and uh, news is out that they're 2021. I think it's a second round. I think the pick's getting reviewed anyway. Yep. But essentially... They're not allowed to trade that uh, pick. So, yeah. For for instance, I think the part of the assistance package they got, uh, like, this past year for uh, last year's draft, they had pick 11, and they traded that in a deal to Geelong. So they won't be able to do any trades going forward with that certain pick. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Was that um, fair enough, do you reckon? Um, I don't really know. We don't so, really... so you're saying that so the AFL's helped them out and given all these picks, and then they they banned they they banned a pick because they wanted to trade it. Is that what you said? I sort of like sort so, of joked out for a second. I was like looking up all the Gold Coast players you left, and I was just so <laughs> <sorry laughs> <now. laughs> um, The AFL AFL gave Gold Coast uh, some assistance picks, like compensation picks. Yep. So you know how they had yes. they had two last year. They got Rail and, and uh, Noah Anderson. Yeah. Uh, and they've got them this year and next year. So they're um, trying to just strip them of the. But the, yeah, the thing is that that Gold Coast I think is doing a lot better than the AFL expected. Yeah. And they they might play yeah. you know push for finals next year and they they, are, they didn't want to give away all these extra the picks. Right they are on the right track. I, I'm telling you, the Suns are on the rise, mate. And well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy that the. Suns I think it's going to take a little longer than expected, though, in my opinion, unless they go really hard at the trade period this year. They did mention uh, I was on AFL 360 the other night. I think Stuart Drew was on, and he was saying that they were open to uh, trading their. I think it's pick five for like a a mid-range 25-year-old. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I was saying. Yeah. So, so they're being they want they know that they have to get a bit more aggressive and continue mm-hmm. along yep. with that trend. Can I, can I just bring this up quickly? Sorry um, to cut you guys off. Um, but this has just been reported by Channel 7's finest, Tom Brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was reported sure. six minutes ago um, on Twitter. So it's fairly, fairly new. So Tom Brown, Dugowie and his dad will meet... Collingwood tomorrow. Pies will make their offer. I think Pies pitch relatively simple. With all these complications and serious matters, 
sign to the start of free agency. Mm. I think if they don't get it done tomorrow, I think he, I reckon he's gone. Mm. I yeah. don't want to go into it anymore, but yeah, yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I couldn't care if he leaves, to be honest. But anyway, um, yeah, let's get on to this other topic that um, uh, I found that uh, I was robbed off. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, A bit of stolen breaking news. Yeah, yeah Christian stole my breaking news. Uh, ain't my fault I came across it and you didn't mention it. <laughs> I was waiting because I wanted to see your reaction because I knew you would have been like, oh, not again. <laughs> All right, well, that, so... That, uh, you would have been right. <laughs> yeah, so um, obviously Harry O'Brien was a hero in the Collingwood backline 2010 Premiership. Um, he's, now, he, he's now... He's obviously Heritia Labumba now. Um, and... Uh, so he is suing Collingwood and the AFL over racism claims. Um, the documents were filed uh, to the Supreme Court yesterday um, where he believes Collingwood breached their duty of care towards him to provide a safe working environment because of the abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, Collingwood failed to take any or any sufficient steps to provide and maintain a safe working environment, including by protecting the plaintiff from... And if anyone doesn't know what a plaintiff is, it's Lumumba in this case, um, from racial abuse or racially offensive conduct. On numerous occasions during his employment, the plaintiff was subjected to racial abuse or racially offensive comments. And that's what the court documents read. What do we think? Well, what do you think? Do you reckon this can derail you a bit, or you reckon this is just? A... I think it can, but I don't know. Any Maguire's just will come up with something. I reckon. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just. I don't know what to say about it because it's like, does it keep being? When does it become that big issue? You know, like um, you see, it's this... it's just been ongoing for years. Yeah, oh, it's just been ongoing no, for years. Like. The thing with Lumumba, he loves getting himself into the media. All right. Can believe in something. I don't believe that. I believe that um, racism is terrible, you know? There's no room in this world for racism. Everyone's equal. Mm. All races. We get that. Now, you can see... But he just he just tries and tries to get himself in the news. He lives in America now. He's in Los Angeles, apparently. Yeah. So he was one of those. I don't know if he was one of the rioters, but he was definitely out with those protests. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I think something will get. I don't know. I think I think something will eventuate from this. Like there you might be a bit, bit of a, a change in. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I think. Um, it's just hard to comment on it because you. Don't, I don't really. You, we don't really know all the. the no, details. I just want. Yeah. I just want to bring private. it up. Like, yeah. Um, all I do know is, you know, it was stuff that did involve Maguire and Buckley and a couple of the past players, mm-hmm. but I think it was more um, the coaching stuff. So we'll see. That we'll, we'll definitely be hearing more about that, and we will bring it up again on the Centimeter Perfect podcast. Beautiful. Yep. Yep. All right, boys, your likes and dislikes from the weeks. Take it away. Ho- hold on. Hold on, fellas. Sorry, people. I forgot to bring it up before. All right, bring it up. Not, 
been on my mind all week and all the past few weeks and a bit disappointed that Kyrgios isn't here to, uh, you know, roast me for my views on this. But um, it's about Essendon, so I'm sorry, Brooklyn, if you're listening. You're a bit upset that we talk about it too, them too much. But, uh, yeah, basically... You go for Hawthorne! Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, anyway, um, what I was going to say was... um. Obviously, they have, they have their issues, and players are wanting to leave. Saad, Danaher, uh, Fantasia. Um, it's been rumoured that Smith wants to leave as well, and there's no doubt, you know, um, a few others might as well or want to leave. Um, even though I called it a few episodes back, take that, Matthew Lloyd. Got in there before you. Um, yeah, I was just something, a comment by the Essendon team practically saying they're going to go hard at the trade table this this year and they're not going to give up their um, players for for uh, easily, which is fair enough. But to me, that's sort of sending a message that they want to keep these players, which I think is crap. Um, I think the fact that you're holding on to these players that want to leave is only just going to hurt your, your club even more. And I think, you know, they're, they're, oh, they're in talks with Carlton right now and they're like, oh, if we're not getting the right... Um, if we're not getting the right trade for him, we're not letting him go. First of all, are you thinking about the player and are you thinking about the team? If if Saad wants to leave and you force him here, um, you force him here uh, to stay at your club, a player's not, a player that doesn't want to uh, be here mentally will not play well on the field. And it's the same with Danaher, you know, when he wanted to go to Sydney and pretty much uh, it was refused by Essendon. Um Fantasia, you can't really do much about that. He really wants to go to back to, he wants wants to go back home. But I think with Joey and um, Saad, I think it's a bit of crap by Essendon. This is, you know, they they're trying to show now that they're um they they want to take next year seriously and they want to build. You know, Kirill's been telling me they got a new president. Blah blah blah. Rutten's telling, giving him hope and crap and whatever the hell he's been saying to me. I don't know. <laughs> and then your your first um, you know your first. Their first, pretty much, um, action is to hold on to their players that want to leave. So they practically haven't learned anything to me, which is what they're telling me. And um, they just continue to hurt their own club and fan base. Let them go if they want to go. And they want to go after Walsh? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's stupid. That is bloody <laughs> du- like the Carlton's just going to give you Walsh facade or, you know, their young players... You got to think about your club here. Nobody wants to be at Essendon, so stop forcing players to stay there. <laughs> no offense, all right, but it's just annoying. Turn on Facebook and I see this guy's face, and he's just like, "Yeah, we want to keep Sada, and we're going to fight for him." <laughs> Let him go, mate. Let him go. What's the go? Are you talking about uh, what's his name? Dude. Yeah, Dudu, whatever Dudden or whatever the hell his name is. Dudu. Dodoro. Yeah, that one. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Dora, yeah, that one. Just let it go, you idiot. Just <laughs> in the club. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, guys? You reckon you you reckon they should fight to keep their players? You reckon, no, 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 no. Danaher doesn't want to be there for yeah, God's exactly. sake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kept him right. there for a whole year. You made him a hub with the players. He doesn't want to hub with these players. He doesn't he want to be just, there, mate. He wants yeah, he to leave. Want to be there. Exactly. He's looking at Sydney licking his <laughs> lips. He's looking at Brisbane licking his lips. Oh God. Let and then you know that you could tell when a club's really desperate, when they just want to hold on to these players that don't want to be there, and it's just so annoying. Like, 
Get it off my feed. Get it out of your minds and let him go. Or you get off Facebook. Yeah, fair enough. But <laughs> <laughs> there's, not, there's not much to do in lockdown, Joey, other than Facebook and Instagram. PlayStation. And PS4. Yeah, FIFA. well. Buy FIFA. Oh. No. No, don't do it to me. Buy FIFA. I'll, I'll get addicted. I already know. And I just don't like. Anyway, move on. Likes and dislikes. What the hell are you talking about? All right, go on, Jules. You can start us off. Uh, likes. I love Tom Lynch's knee. Um, dislikes. Um, no, that's a joke. Nobody laughed. Fair enough. Um, I did. Oh, did you? You yes. had it muted. You had it muted. It made me look like a clown. Um, what are my likes? Um, you know, I guess, no, you know what? I like the fact St. Kilda's year and the fact that they stood up uh, when it mattered, went down to a better better side. But, um, yeah, really props to them. And I, I liked the heart and the uh, uh, I liked um, Rats back coaching as well. Really good. Uh, yep. my dis, My dislikes. You cut oh, out yeah. every time you yell. You cut out. Oh, do I? <laughs> I just can't handle my decibels. Oh, What'd my you God. say? I said Essendon, let go of your players. Just get out of you, man. I can't. That actually boils my blood. All right, that's my dislike. That's in footy club. Get your get some get some uh, brains back in you, mate. Just lost it. You had a drug scandal and fried all your brain cells. Cooked, yeah, bro. I'm over it. All right. Who else is going to hear this podcast? I'm going to get death threats. You'll be getting threats from him and his dad now. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Tristan. Um, yeah, like this like from the late week, well, mate. Funny enough. Welcome my... to the segment, by the way. Yeah. yeah um, my like for this week is um, contrary to, to your. Your dislike. My like this week is is Carlton's uh, approach to the to the Sard trade, like their hardball approach. I, I just I love that that Carlton's not going out there and, and giving up, you know, one of their prized assets off the bat for him. Because mm-hmm. we all we all know that at the end of the day, Sard is an all Australian talent, and he didn't make it this year, but yeah, but he I'm could be there. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And and Carlton giving up pick seven, really on another day, it's not that bad. But the scenario that we're in, where Essendon's backs are up against the wall, I, I love that Carlton's playing hardball and giving him nothing at yeah. the moment. Because um, they, well. yeah, Especially they know they're going as well. They uh, when they heard that he wanted 900k, they just like, yep, no, nah, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and in, in that way, I reckon if Carlton, it, it shows a precedent for the rest of their uh, free agency upcoming because they've got deals to work out, and I think. If they stick to these these guns, they're going to have a good list next year, and they're going to be a force in the finals, I reckon. Tristan, are you a business major? Are you, what are you? No. <laughs> Why do you speak like a lawyer? Uh, <laughs> I just like talking about trades. Kirillos, tell me you have your pen and paper out right now. Take <laughs> notes from Tristan. This guy is like, he's speaking with such enthusiasm. And such scientific language, and just the, the 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 structure of his sentences. He's saying some sophisticated words. Yeah, some sophisticated yes. things. Uh, Christian, I don't know what to say. <laughs> just keep doing, uh, mate. Yep. All right. Uh, my my like. Uh, I'll go with something a bit more general this week. 
with the uh, finals, I think the top four teams making it through to the both prelims being the final four, it just goes to show how important it is throughout the uh, home and away season. This year being a shortened season in hubs and all that, but vying for the, uh, especially with Richmond and Geelong, having that double chance just shows how important uh, the top four really is. Um, and my dislike, jeez, oh, um, uh, it's just a small thing, but it just like it's a very annoying. I found in that Richmond St Kilda game where I don't know who scored. I think Saint, I think it was a St Kilda player that scored. I don't know who, but the ball clearly went beyond Boston's hand, and. Like the oh, arc, yeah. the arc is so stupid. Like they, <laughs> you think you think at that point they just have it under, you know, have uh, it under. You know, how many how many years is it going to take for them to just get the the decision right? How they direct that to umpire's call is beyond me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Know. You, you know why? Because the arc is powered by RMIT. Oh no, <laughs> if it was powered by somewhere else, like Swinburne, Swinburne. where I go, or Latrobe, where crew. Goes, You've triggered all the Mel- <laughs> University of Melbourne. <laughs> nah, they're powered by RMIT. Christian, I thought your dislike was going to be the fact that they uh they're bringing the MCG turf to to the oh. government. Oh, can you bring <laughs> that up, please? <laughs> that <laughs> <was weird>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's actually uh, Kirillos's. That's his like of the Explain. week, right? There. Oh, that, oh yeah, that's his like of the yeah. week, actually. Yeah. So yeah. Of course, it would so be the weirdo. like of the week. That he wanted you to talk about was. The MCG turf at the Gabba. <laughs> Is he retarded? <laughs> oh, jeez. It's ridiculous. Waste of money. When I saw that on the news, I was like, what? Is this for real? Jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, my like. Um, that Victorian bias is trying to bring itself to the Gabba. Yeah. <laughs> We might not even have a Victorian team in the grand final. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> my like for the week. Um, you know what? It's not for the week. It's 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 my like is the AFL. The way that they've they've been able to adapt and change everything. You know, you've had to change things last minute, quickly move teams out to hubs, this and that. It's done. It's all been done so well, and we didn't think that we'd be having footy this year at all. And um, we got a grand final soon, very soon. We got the prelims this week and then the grand final, so I am excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice. yeah, well, the AFL might dislike the Collingwood Bloody Footy Club. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you like this? Why do you turn up one week and then the next week you kick one goal in three quarters of goddamn footy? What's wrong with you? I'm sick of it. <laughs> Get your crap together. Every time you speak about Collingwood, like like when you're upset, I just see this. I hear the sadness and the pain in your voice. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a free frequency. It just goes up and down. I could see. Jules, I've the, cried two times in the past two weeks. Once <laughs> when we beat West Coast, and once when we lost to Geelong. <laughs> oh, that should, enough, should be enough of my dislike. That's it. On to 2021. <laughs> Let me talk about the team of the week. Semi-finals edition. Yeah. All right. Full back line. 
Jaden Short, Lockie Henderson, Tom Stewart. Halfback, we've got Nick Caulfield, who played a very good game for the Saints. Um, David Asprey and Bashahuli. On the wings, we've got Mitch Duncan, who was outstanding. Not sure what Buckley was talking about, about Levi Greenwood going to tag yeah, him. But it, well done, Buck. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shane Edwards on the other wing. In the middle, we've got uh, Cam Guthrie. Amazing talent. Great player. Um, Half-forward li- half line. Um, Tom Lynch is the centre-half forward in the flanks. Shy Bolton, three goals, 11 touches. And Paddy Dangerfield kicked the four. Tor Collingwood to shreds. The pockets, the forward pockets. Luke Dalhouse had a goal and 17 touches. Well done to him. Um, we only put this guy in because he kicked multiple goals. Brody Majek, well done. Um, please sign. Um, <laughs> full forward, Tom Hawkins. Anyone doubted him about uh, he had a crap game against the power? Well, he tore the Magpie Army to shreds. He he tore them to shreds. The followers are Ruckman, Reece Stanley, and our followers are Dustin Martin and Seb Ross. Seb Ross had a great game. Mm-hmm. On the bench, Jack Steele, Rowan Marshall, and Sam Minigula. Played very well, Minigola. Um, and we've put this guy on here because he's a warrior. Um, he did something to his wrist or whatever, and he came back on. He just was really good, and I thought Taylor Adams, outstanding. Um but, yeah, that's our team of the week for the semi-finals edition. We've got one more team of the week. We're not doing it for the grand final because that's just going to be way too hard. So we've got one more for the season. Then, you know what, boys? I think we will put together after the trade period, we'll put together a trade period best 22. Ooh. That yeah. would be good. Yeah. Um, boys, thanks for tonight. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. You still got some big, big news, mate. You're not going to... I was about to explain it, yes. Oh, okay, go, I was about go. to say, just before we wrap up, no, right, go I was going to say, it. thanks, boys, for tonight. Just before we wrap up, um, Sunday is the Brownlow medal. Um, it is a big night in the football calendar. It is very different this year. Bigger than Christmas. No, I like getting my presents. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Brownlow medal. So Sunday night... Um, Get on our Facebook page. The boys are going live. Unfortunately, not Tristan, but it is me, <laughs> Julian, Christian, and the bros. Kirillos, he's back. And we're all going to be in suits. Uh, we're all going to have drinks with us. Suits, champagne. If you're listening, grab a beer, grab a, grab a, grab That's something, it. grab some juice. I don't know, whatever you like, popcorn. Listen to the brown, though, chuck top. it on. Grab a pop top. Grab a pop top. And we chuck will, on the Brownlow, chuck yeah. on the, the Centimeter Perfect podcast, fellas. It's going to be a good night. Very on nice. We'll be live from start to finish, from the first votes to the last votes. We will be there. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Take care.